Today's show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. Get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Sarah Becker. And I'm Ben Howard. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast's review of Justice League. This week we're going to dive in and see if they can finally come together to unite the league. Uh... Yeah, well, probably not. No. Nope. We'll get there. That's the, that's the, that's the that's the review, guys. Head home. You're all good. You you knew this was coming. Like, <laughs> y'all y'all knew this was coming. Um, but uh, no, we have a we have a lot of things to say about it today. I think it's going to be a good, interesting talk. Um, if nothing else, Justice League is fascinating about what's happening to it, how this movie came to be, and what it means for the broader cultural context, and what it means for Marvel movies, and what it means for all this other stuff going on in kind of the universe, and how things work right now in movies. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into it. Don't worry. We're going to get there. It's going to be super interesting. And uh, But first up, we're going to go down and have a quick couple movie chair. We're going to have a movie trailer corner where we're going to talk about uh, Wet on Wet, the newest Deadpool trailer, as well as A Wrinkle in in time. So if you haven't seen these, what on what is kind of a humorous Deadpool take um, on the Bob Ross show. Uh, what'd you guys think of this? I thought it was great. I, it, because, yeah. Because um, I, I, I had already seen, I already seen wet on wet before going to, going to see justice league, but it, but it, but it was actually attached in, in, in front, in front of, in front of JL. And so, and we were, uh, before we started recording, uh, Ben Ben was talking about, and he reminded he reminded me of how of how like instead of you know a green a green bar a green band or anything, it just starts, and you're just like, what is this? And then it's like, oh no, that's Deadpool as that's Deadpool painting. Eighties, yeah, eighties yeah, drastic trailer music with nothing. Epic Black Panther and uh, Last Jedi trailers was certainly something fascinating because the audience who didn't know what it was and had seen it before. We're uh, not expecting it, and so when he reveals that it's you know Deadpool, I think a lot of people were like, "Hey, all right, fun." Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think you know it's funny to me that like a lot of times trailers in like it's trailers are very split nowadays and like where a trailer is and how it's viewed and it's a very different context to view it in a theater because i always see a trailer before i see it in a theater so i always feel like it's too it's a two-hit punch for me um in the context of a theater this is actually really hilarious because it is like the joke is even more set up by having trailers around it and even though it works kind of like as a like a meme-tastic internet pun so i thought i thought that like for me personally this was like one of the strongest most successful trailers of the year because i was not excited for deadpool 2 and now i'm ecstatic that they have this humor and could do interesting things with it because i feel like they are going to go more insane and that's in it you know that's the whole point of a sequel and that's what they're kind of signaling here and it was it was really good you know (laughs) like like if in terms of serving a purpose of a trailer and a trailer that works in every context uh yeah i I was a little tired. Deadpool's very weird for me because it's like dancing on a knife, and sometimes it, it just works goes right into that knife. It's right. It does not. Yeah. Well, this one had like three things, and two of them, like three things, happened at once when this trailer came out, and two of them I thought were hilarious, and one I thought was horribly cringy and embarrassing. Like the actual trailer, I thought was very funny and cute, and then 
they officially changed the sequel title to what presumably will be its actual name on IMDb to Untitled Deadpool sequel. So if it actually comes out as Untitled Deadpool sequel, (laughs) that is very funny to me. And then they added a summary on IMDb that I thought was embarrassing and the worst kind of dumb Deadpool, lol, random, and Penguin of Doom style humor. I holds up a spork, you know, like, ugh, awful, bad, my least favorite kind of humor. So it's this thing of Deadpool that I'm constantly on edge of, like, what is the jokes that are no, it's, yeah, <laughs> go crazy? Yeah. What are the jokes that are genuinely clever and stuff? So Which which I would argue know. is that movie to a T for me. There's, like, you know, it's hitting about 70%, but, man, that 30 is just bad. Like, I, and I think that I think that's, like, a probably a good place to say that Deadpool is, period. Um, and I very, I very, I want to see this movie, but at the same time, I, I, I just thought that like you're right. Maybe this, maybe this is still the seventy thirty percent of like Deadpool comedy rule. But at the same time, I was like excited, and also I just, I lo- fucking love Bob Ross. Like, yeah, and they're going they, to this sort yeah. of like homey thing. Like they premiered another thing I love, just because I, you know, when you follow all this superhero stuff, you get used to the beats. And when it subverts that, I liked it. Premiered its first poster, which is this like Norman Rockwell style painting with him and. Uh, uh, so what's the what's the Josh Brolin character's name? Uh, oh, uh, uh, shit! Wait, oh my Cable. god, this is embarrassing. Cable, Cable. fuck me, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Nerds were going crazy right now. Um, and heavy Cable and 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 you know all the characters and like this Norman Rockwell style painting. And they premiered the poster in Good Housekeeping. That's really funny to me because it always premieres in Empire Magazine or Entertainment Weekly. There's like the avenues you have to go down. And to actually have Deadpool be the center cover on Good Housekeeping is all right. It makes me laugh, you know. So yeah, I'm still hopeful that there's some creativity and some some cleverness uh, here. Uh- but again, it's a Deadpool thing where I'm like, please don't go into the cringy side. Of yeah. Well, I I I think that it, I think this is also not fair because uh, to my to my no offense to that kind of thought process, Ben, but like you know where your cringy knife falls is kind of like personal. And for me, like for sure. I think that like maybe if we're a little bit harder on Deadpool as to where the knife is, like there's a large audience that is just like a hundred percent on board for this. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean Deadpool is a massive massive hit yeah no no but i I agree i guess but like it's like that's one thing it's like where it's like you know it's gonna be hard to judge this one a little bit because like the comedy is really subjective sometimes specifically for this sort of like cringe based humor as well we definitely will have to get Kevin Shiel on for Deadpool 2 because he has thoughts. Yeah, I, you know, oh if you can get Kevin Shiel on here, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'll do. I'll give you a million fucking dollars. <laughs> I, I don't. I'll try my best. Like, I, I, I'm down for it, but like, the universe will kind of cave in on it. Right, it'll, it'll cause a black hole and consume this podcast. Um, I mean, yeah. We're slowly approaching an episode where P, where Kevin's going to be on Deep Space Nine, Geek Space Nine. I don't know how we managed that one. That was a surprise to me. Let me know when it happens, yeah. and like, I'll just pop on to the chat and scream at him for like five minutes <laughs> just to make him feel comfortable how about that no yeah. it's like answer my text god damn it <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm done um anyways uh do you uh what do you guys think about uh the wrinkle in time trailer that we did this week they said there's a second wrinkle in time cha- trailer um i i i i I'm not excited about this one because I think it looks a little bit of a mess and I'm a little bit skeptical of anything Oprah Winfrey has been involved in lately, like not to be offensive. I'm just generally just excited for like a kid version of Interstellar, <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. like a kid's 
going through time portals and shenanigans. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't disagree. It has I guess that Disney VFX look. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it does, and that's yeah. something I'm concerned about. Is that book is fucking creepy, right? Oh, or at yeah. least it was when I read it, like in middle school. I think was the last time I read it, and um, if the movie's not creepy, then I will feel that they've done it wrong, right? Yeah. Uh, now, then again, you know, something that's creepy for a middle schooler might not be creepy to 26 year old Sarah. So maybe, maybe that's you know, it, it, well, it is looks subjective. Like they nailed that scene where everybody's on the same. Time yeah, the stream, suburbia which like, scene. Which which I remember in the book being creeping the shit out of me. Like, oh, very, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. And I remember the guy with the red eyes being creepy as hell, and I saw that in the trailer. And, like, I hadn't thought about it until I saw him. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a thing in the book. That terrified me. You did and that you, right. Good and job. You, and you immediately cringe. You're just like, oh, God, they're going <laughs> to... He's there. Maybe, he's here. Maybe that's just my thing, is that I get a very different tone from this this movie, that I, from this trailer, than I'd get from the book. And that... And, well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like there, There's those two little things that fit the tone I remember from the book, but then the rest of it is... Magical Disney Maleficent, yeah. hopeful, world. happy, yeah, from, isn't yeah, this yeah, from great? This tra- from this trailer, it's a, it's a bit, more, it feels a bit more whimsical, right? Than, than, than I than I remember than I remember feeling when I read the book. I remember feeling dark and alone, and then when this book like rescued me from that darkness, it was very satisfying. Like I just, I maybe maybe that's the difference is that like this like kind of whimsical as taste doesn't feel like for me what I remember the book like, and so I'm just like it would be like Harry Potter. Uh, well, that actually happened in Harry Potter three a little bit for fans. <laughs> so yeah. that's actually yeah. so maybe maybe I'm just totally wrong. And then like years later, I'll come <laughs> back and be like, "This is the best version of Wrinkle in Time." Thank you, Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not. He's because he did Harry Potter three. Sorry, that was a complicated joke. Um, right. <laughs> Any other thoughts on either of these trailers? I I, I can't just. Mm. Apparently, we all have thoughts. Yeah, go go down. <laughs> Let's start with Ben. No, it's a dumb thought, which is, uh, I agree, it is it is worth going across time and space to rescue Chris Pine with that beard. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I will actually agree with that. He looks much better with facial hair than he does without it. Yeah, and we'll, able to, we'll be able to talk today about yeah. another beard massacre where, like, a beard did not need to be shaved off. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> yeah, we'll get And I'm sorry, oh, I'm no, sorry, no. I'm still going to call him sexy. I disagree with you guys. Oh, no, yeah. I agree entirely with the beard version, though. He yeah, just I'll wasn't wearing totally. the right clothes in that movie. We'll talk about it. No, I know <laughs> what you mean. Like, I know yeah, you, we know yeah, exactly yeah, what you no, mean. Like, but, but like for, for 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 my like for my Catholic. general thoughts on Wrinkle in Time, I think for me, I, I part of my excitement for for this movie, apart other than it just being like, oh great, like a book that I read as a child is now being made into a feature length film, at like when 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 I am an adult, because like because I'm not talking about the 2003 film. Um, for for me for me for, for me, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see another film directed by Ava DuVernay after Salem. I, I, I think I think Same. I think that's part of my very personal, very personal excitement for this film because it's like because like Salem for me was fantastic, and so I'm hoping uh, Selma. that she. So, so, why, yeah, why, why did I say that? I'm sorry, Selma. Okay. <laughs> wow, I feel so bad now. I feel even worse. Um, so, so it's like that was a great film. I, I'm curious to see how well she, how well or potentially not well, she will do with this kind of sci- sci-fi-ish, sci-fi-esque fantasy text. Yeah. Well, the only other thing I'll add is that um, I'm a huge fan of Gugu Mumbatha-Ra, who is, of course, from yes! the yes. much-beloved Black Mirror episode, San Junipero. And she's in this movie, but barely in the trailer, and I'm mad. I want her to finally be in a movie where she pops and everybody else who doesn't watch Black Mirror learns about her. 
and sure. why she's awesome because she's been awesome since like Beyond the Lights, and I've been waiting for her to like happen, and I want her to happen already. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's funny when you like fall in love with like an actress that's like in television series or something, and you're like, just get to the big screen. You can do it. <laughs> like you, right? Like there's very yes. few people whose career I will like cheer on. <laughs> but I remember that that's probably why we have such a visceral reaction to Chris Pratt now is that a lot of us cheered him on back in the day when he was in Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And that's like, yeah. and now we're just sick of him. But that's another day's discussion. Um, no offense. I would agree. Yeah, it's no, okay. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not sick of him. Maybe, maybe in Jurassic World, I'm just like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's maybe, it's, maybe it's an anti-Jurassic World thing for me. Is probably what yeah. it is. That's not fair. I I don't. I'm like passengers in Jurassic Worlds have felt like failures. I'm still loving the Guardians, but. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's go. Ahead. Right, Sarah, you you, not, you had I, you had something right. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry, Sarah. Please please continue. That's okay. Um, but uh, talking about the uh, the casting and the characters, I have mixed feelings about the casting. I am incredibly hyped that the the sen- the core family in the movie is going to be an interracial family. I think that's great. I think that the protagonist is going to be, or the fact that the protagonist is going to be non-white is awesome. Um, I don't really know how I feel about people like Chris Pine and is, did I see Zach Galifianakis in that trailer? Yeah. Yeah. He's the happy guy. Why why not Chris Pine? I don't know. It just... I'll say this. It, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm I feel like I have of... this weird thing with Chris Pine that I want him to be James Kirk and I don't want him to be anyone else. No, I totally agree with that. <laughs> Pine is probably my favorite Like, Chris this and... is who you are. That's it. You're very good at this. Do that. No, I agree with Sarah. Pine's my favorite of the Chris's, but even I think he's kind of weird in this role for some reason. You know, know. Yeah. you know where he you know, needs to go. I think it's go. the Matt Damon thing where we need to always save Matt Damon, so maybe it'd make more sense if we were saving Matt Damon once again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, like, one of the things about Chris Pine for me is that, like, I really want to see him move into comedy roles. Like, he actually has. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah and Chris, like, especially yeah, in, like, Into really the Woods. Good in comedy, but this is not supposed to be a comedy, yeah. which all the more reason that I was like, oh, yeah, why no. is Zach Galifianakis here? I, maybe, and maybe maybe that is. I associate them both as funny, and that was just like something that I wrote into like my tone issue with this trailer. Like, where the, what the fuck mm-hmm. is the tone of this movie? Like, and that, mm-hmm. and that's my that's my take on it. At the same time, like I do love Chris Pine because, like, honestly, he is the best part. Agony is the best part of Into the Woods, which is saying something for that yes. movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's probably actually that saying something great. very negative about that movie. But that no, Jack, I, this is another strange moment in which we agree. I think that's my favorite song in the whole musical. <laughs> I know. It's so dramatic and all the waterfalls that they're ripping Agony. their shirts open for no reason. <laughs> they, they nail that so much. Yeah. yeah oh my god, it was beautiful. Yeah. This is you know what? I forgot Chris Pine was in that movie. He is he is very good in that role as well. Maybe he needs to be James Kirk and then also do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, James Kirk has a lot of comedy yeah. elements Didn't in he, his character. He did Saturday he was pretty good on Saturday Night Live, if I remember correctly, I think. Mm. I think they did it. I, I, I don't, have not I forget. seen it. So. I forget. There's, they've done enough. There's, there's no way I can like prime all of Saturday Night Live. It's probably happened at one time. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's yes, let's Peter. actually move on. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, Peter, Peter had one quick thing. I think. Oh, Peter, I'm no, so I, sorry. I don't mean to push no, this along. <laughs> I apologize. No, you're fine. No, I was. I'm looking at the theatrical release poster because this because the poster that's on Wikipedia now is apparently the like final official one. Oh yeah, it's bad. 
It's bad. I like. Oh no! Let me see this. I wish that it. I wish that they had made a poster that I'm not shitting you. At least reminded me of the poster of Moonlight. Mm. With I, I, I wish I with, with, like at least reminded me of that poster with with with, with, with Storm Reed. What who the plays, hell is this? With, exactly. With, with, it, it was a poster with Storm Reed who, who who plays Meg. Like her face is like central, but everything else is like kind of bleeding off of that. This poster is like it's stupid. Yeah, I'm not even gonna call it. Is, it weird? It's just is it weird stupid. to me that like 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 I know that like we're all tired of the same five posters, but like like the Marvel style like multi face like background posters really are good for this sort of movie in terms of like yeah, high, yeah. like like Basic, like but they're they're effective yeah. they they they're, work yeah, and it effective. tells you kind of a story and an event and everything and who's important and the measure of people's importance and with a multi with a huge cast movie like this like that sort of thing is like look at the star power motherfuckers come to this movie like that's <laughs> like that's, if you have this many people in a fucking movie you need to do that I, i'm sorry no I, I i definitely get that that's just like totally subjective personal preference no no no. i'm not weird I'm, like yeah. all the points going to chris Pine, who's like in a ethereal glow, like he's in a like a I died and went to heaven movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird poster. Well, he he went to the scary brain place. True. Maybe maybe that's what maybe that's what what was like kind of like off about this poster for me. It's like he is so important. He's God ish. Wait, I'm Zach Galifianakis is playing Happy Medium. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. It's <laughs> a exactly. weird choice. What? Okay, I'm, okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I need to read this book again before the film comes out. Actually, maybe I don't because I feel like if I do reread it, then I will see even more things that are wrong with the film and it'll just make me very mad. Yeah. Trust me. It, it Sometimes it's good. Like reading it before I went and saw Murder on the Orient Express again was great. I really enjoyed that, especially since the like it was very hard to follow the, the mystery if you didn't reread the book before you went and saw this thing. But uh, at the same time, it was it, it is a, it is a cursed blessing. All right. I must insist that we move on yes right. <laughs> fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by superman's selfless act bruce wayne enlists newfound ally diana prince to face an ever an even greater threat to greater batman and wonder woman work quickly to recruit a team to stand against this newly awakened enemy despite the formation of an unprecedented league of heroes batman wonder woman aquaman cyborg and the flash it may be too late to save the planet from an assault of ca- catastrophic proportions. This is Justice League. Uh, yeah. Also starring Superman, but uh, if you're worried about spoilers, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Superman showing up should have been the most obvious thing to everyone ever who, who I has mean, a yeah. Pulse. Yeah, it was obvious. They hinted. I don't understand. You hinted that he was alive in the last movie. <laughs> like, right. Like, yeah. Like, in the movie he died in, you hinted that he was alive. I, I just, oh, my God. God fucking yeah. damn it. God fucking damn it. All right, all right. Maybe let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and break this down and get into Justice League. So we're just, let's go around the horn real quick and get some general first said reactions and then we'll go ahead and dive into some deeper issues, deeper things that we did or didn't like and kind of figure out where people kind of stand on this movie because again, I don't I don't hate. I get maybe my thing is like I have a very lukewarm reaction to this movie. I don't hate it by any stretch. Would be the thing that I would say. Like I don't or maybe I don't have enough patience to hate it but at the same time Mm -hmm. let's uh let's let's get into it sarah you're up first 
well, this is a movie. I went to go see this movie with Katie, and uh, we both went to go see it for Gal Gadot, and I went for the added reason of seeing Jason Momoa. And uh, both of those things paid off, and that was great, and we'll get more into that later. But in terms of, like, the the actual substance of the film, we got out of that movie, and we, we didn't talk about it. We didn't discuss anything that happened. We're just like... Oh, okay, so do you, do you want to go to Target now? Yeah, sure, okay. Moving on. Like, it was as though it had never happened. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like it just Which I don't think is a good you. sign for a film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it, it was it was interesting. It's interesting to see, for me, too, like, the drop-off is kind of legendary. It's not doing well, first off. That's just, and, and to anyone that's, like, also, like, I hate these Justice League haters, that's just a factual fact. Factual. It's, yeah. it's more, it's oh, my God, I said a, factual, I said a factual yeah. fact. That's a jack fact. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been yelled at on box office places for saying for I'm a, a DC hater for saying like their movies don't do well in one area or another. Yeah. This is this is just bad. Like I, I, I've gotten slammed a couple of bad. times, and and like somebody has literally referenced my Batman v Superman score. So is it worse than Batman v Superman, Jack? Um, actually, it was somebody in our chat, so I don't know why I'm doing this. They were just I would say they, they're just making fun of me, actually. So uh, good to bring that up. Why am I bring? Why am I torturing myself? Like you're not, you guys are not even holding my feet to this fire. It's my own person. No. God damn it. Okay, yeah, we're just watching. Anyway, like, okay. <laughs> it's the guilt, the guilt. <laughs> um, no, but I think I think that uh, one of the things I did want to say is that I went to the Saturday night showing of Justice League at nine fifteen in the most popular cinema in Durham, North Carolina, and I was the only person in that. Theater. Oh wow. Which blew oh my, my fucking was mind. There something else happening in Durham? No, that there night? was nothing. There was nothing. Yeah. It was just wow. straight up dead empty and there was no excuse for it and it was disastrous and it was unbelievable. Yeah, it wasn't even like a big sports thing this weekend or celebration or holiday or anything. There was like it was all open for Justice League to do well and nobody went. Now, I I, and I mean, and by nobody we mean ninety six million, which shows how like problematic our, yeah. our movies are. That when a ninety six million dollar opening is really bad, that's a real fucking problem. But hey, when your movie costs three hundred million dollars, yeah, that's gonna happen. That is a problem. Yep. Yeah. Which also, I don't understand how this costs three hundred million dollars because Steppenwolf is literally the worst CG. The Rock so from The Mummy 2 bad. has been uncrowned. <laughs> like, he legitimately, like, this 10-year-old CG monster looks better than Steppenwolf for some reason. Actually, I mean, Steppenwolf's armor and, like, his axe is fine, but I don't understand why his face is so messed up. That's that's a side point. Y'all can answer that it in a minute. Mu- it looked muddy and blurry in and of itself. Yeah. Like, just by itself. How's that possible? I just... In terms of, you know, the the punning that I always want to happen, I think it's a crime that they didn't play Born to be Wild anywhere in this film. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I admit, that would have been, if they had introduced him with Born to be Wild, I would have been like that. Uh, I did want to say, I did want to say, it bothered me, uh, I feel bad a little bit for the costume designer for the Amazons, since they really didn't actually change the armor, if you noticed. The only time the other Amazon armor was featured was in the flashback sequence. And they all use the same armor from the Wonder Woman movie and all of the movie they, in the modern I sequences. Think they had 
did they have different armor though when they were going to the cube? Because I just noticed a lot of nope. midriff. The uh, the ladies that had like the hammers had midriff armor that were like the yeah. strong, but they were like depicted as like in universe. I don't know. There was like there was you know what there was like a reason for it for me in terms of them being like strong Amazon ladies that knock out the pillars for some reason. Well, let's- well, let's not give it all, like, because, like, there was some real dehumanizing Gal Gadot butt shots in this movie that reminded me. Oh, of and, and let's not, for let's, a, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting any credit. I'm just saying, like, the poor costume design, you know, and he's, like, getting undue thing when we have, like, the Flash doing that scene. Actually, that was kind of, what did you guys think of that little Flash, like, knocking her over and then getting up, like, really fast? I thought I, it was cute. I kind of did, too. It was a joke. It was yeah. a joke. I, I don't yeah. know. And it's kind of, it works because, like, the Flash is, like. It was very, it was very Barry Allen. Yeah. And that, and that, yeah. that works in its own way. Uh, he's definitely, like, not comics Barry Allen is what I'd say. No. He yeah. He's, he's, uh, but the, I, I enjoy the version of Barry Allen that they're putting him in here. And I, I also enjoy that, like, how nerdy and took together this. But let's go down the list. I do want to, I do want to kind of go through real quick and see what you guys thought of each per- person's general performance. And Are I think we that's. Are still doing general thoughts oh yeah i i don't know i was just i was just using it as a thing to get into it but yeah go ahead ben uh so yeah my my quick version of is uh if 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 man of steel was exhausting and batman versus superman was pretentious and suicide squad was frustrating and wonder woman was charming i would say this was just useless it was just (laughs) a thing that happened to me (laughs) like it was i did not sort of get anything out of it and it's sort of weird where, like, I can see the Zack Snyder version because obviously it's very heavily recut, and it's very clearly a clash between the Whedon style and the Zack Snyder style. Um, just look at how weird Superman's costume looks when he's not desaturated anymore. It's like a candy explosion in your face. Um, and it's very much to me a case of, like, I don't necessarily love either of them. I think I would have preferred Whedon's weird 1997 Justice League movie that he was trying to make, but I definitely did not want Zack Snyder's terrible uh, Superman dying is why we have the rise of Trump and xenophobia movie that was uh, like yeah. argued at the beginning that I worried we would have fucking gotten. That would have just been horrible. So I'm glad we didn't get that, but what we got was just kind of, whatever weirdly it's the only film i've ever seen where the middle third was the best part i actually was finding myself enjoying parts between when they had their first superhero fight and then right when steppenwolf yoinked away uh the box all that was like kind of okay and then it went back to very ugly boring action uh and weird weird quips that were very out of place so like superman does a weird quip and then murder steppenwolf with his fucking fist like, is this guy bothering you i don't know i <laughs> he uses ice breath and then like you know also i love that step also can we just point out real quick this is very pointless but like the boxes are straight up like the genesis device from wrath of khan because they yes. both create and destroy they have a scene that's straight out of Lord of the Rings where they're like, and then the box went to the land of the Amazonians, and then the one box went to the Atlanteans, and one box went to the race of men. <laughs> how, is that, of men. how is that oh, Lord of the then, Rings? And then, I did not realize that. Oh, and nine then Steppenwolf yeah, 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 yeah. gets killed like Scar in Lion King, where his minions come and eat him to death. Oh, yeah, I definitely saw that. I was just like, really? <laughs> that's what they're pulling from? It's okay. just very weird all over the place mm-hmm. movie. I got uh, Infinity Stones from the boxes, to be honest. 
Yeah. So very similar. Yeah, like a, a thing that the bad guy wants, and if he gets all of them, it's bad. And they're these, you know, glowy, stony things. They're sort of ethereal. I, I don't know. I don't I, know. Like, this, it's one of those things that, like, MacGuffins are just never... We're never going to get away from superhero MacGuffins, because it's just it's just the way that comics have been done for the last, like, hundred years. Like, or there hasn't been... Yes. You know, it's weird to think that there's, like, not been comics for, like, a hundred years. I mean, there has. Like, cause, like I guess, like, a hundred years, like, just now. Like, when, when were the first comic books like 19 1930s i mean what we consider a modern yeah okay so not maybe maybe like we're going on like 90 years now but like for all of it like MacGuffins have kind of been like the name of the day and we don't have to do them but i do i do think that like you know why is steppenwolf just not killed why is this advanced civilization with teleportion technology just not killed us all off we don't know <laughs> he just zooms around yeah tubes. yeah they don't just show up and kill us off because we, because we need to be able to have a way to defeat them right it, it's, it's, I mean, that's it's, why, it's why it's why in, it's why in any alien invasion film they they only show up with a force that's small that's small enough for us to theoretically take them out when it's like in reality if they can get here and they have a ship that is that big they could literally just blow up our planet also, in like the last time Steppenwolf came, they needed all the races of men and Atlanteans and Amazonians, and now and he lantern, was finally and lantern. Core and how about and gods? gods? And now he's <laughs> defeated by six people who kind of know each other. Right, ah, right. Or, and and that was actually I don't mind. I, this is the thing that I like, where like I like where the like both Whedon or, or I don't know whose head was specifically at it, but I enjoy the part where like I do really like like the new gods interpretation of DC because it, at least it's different than Marvel. Do you know what I mean? Marvel is this mm. and this down to earth superhero story whereas it's like dc has always been these are fucking the new gods that people worship and like they're these right. things about these and yeah, then you yeah. use them to tell parables you you essentially use them to tell new parable stories which is why superman feels so weird because he's not like they, they automatically ask him in this story to immediately take on the classic superman style role without having That's fucking so earned it in the last two movies so weird he's all of a sudden christopher reeve superman like i guess thank god he died because it made him less of a dick and that and he's just like quit man like and he's fun i kind of like him no i mean he's better than him, he's like, better he's, than the old superman but like it's it's one of those things where it's like you can tell the pull of two different directors is like here's Zack Snyder superman but here's like like joseph like josh whedon trying to make him what he should be yeah, it's a lot of course correction this movie, and that's yeah. part of the problem. Yeah, it all feels like uh, people didn't like those other ones. Fine. God, yeah. Uh, um, just, just like for me, my quick initial reaction is that is is that Suicide Squad bad, Man of Steel it's meh, Batman of Superman oh my god horrible, Wonder Woman amazing. This film is about two rungs above mediocre. And that's about the best that I can give it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and those two wrongs are Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot. First off, first off, okay, go, go. I want to go into characters because I. I don't know. First off, I, I, I probably disagree with that. I don't think I don't think either of them have anything to do in this movie, so I don't think they give particularly. I don't either, but they look pretty. Okay, well, as long as, as all right, <laughs> all right. Totally so you're not. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. If you go, if there's like eye candy in this we movie, all, we all agree we want to spritz Jason Momoa in between takes. We all agree. I, we want to okay, be the so who, all right, I'm gonna disagree, and this is just this is just my own personal taste. This is all my the thing. First person I'm gonna meet who's not attracted to Jason Momoa. I'm not not attracted to Jason Momoa. I just think he smells bad. 
You think he's <laughs> like in this movie? It really bothers me. It really bothers like if somebody like and maybe it's just like you know I know sailors and stuff and they don't smell good and you come out of the water you smell like sea salt and fish and you know what like he's drinking a bottle of whiskey he probably smells like whiskey and fish and that is just a powerful fucking combination. So like in canon universe, I'm just like I see him and I'm like I, I mean he's hot you know but like like if you get right up on him his breath is probably bad. I, I don't know maybe I don't I don't know why I had such a visceral reaction to him like i i, I don't know i'm sorry well, we've learned that superman smells good apparently yeah that was that was apparently did i not before fluid and coming back to life what smells good why was that the important thing it, isn't the question is like do i still have internal organs no <laughs> jesus fucking christ she's just like you smell good and she's like Lois, go away. Did like, they put him bombing your thirsty shit? Like, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Even your, his mom called you out. <laughs> I have to admit, I didn't. I also didn't particularly enjoy like Batman's interpretation. Of, I, I thought it was it was a funny line, but I don't like Batman making jokes. Just like on the face of it. No, it's weird. And it's, the, bringing the do you bleed line back and then making a joke out of it was just so awkward. Uh, was yeah, and that's that's definitely a Whedon thing. Like that's just such a Whedon thing because I I think I really do think Zack Snyder's in love with his own mythos for that. And that's the thing he's really in love. It's funny when I like I like the stuff that I can tell he's cribbing from and in love with from this universe. And and it, it's just like but his interpretation is always like just fucked up. Like I love his interpretation of the Batman. Uh, like origin story scene, but I just hate the fact that like Thomas Wayne punches the guy like and attacks him. It's just such a fucking destruction of the. It's, it's like he miss. It's like it's he he he. he misses ha- the point. Yeah, yeah, he he yeah. and he's like he misses the point for wanting something good. Do you know what I mean? Like it's and that's like that's like this whole series for me. Like I understand where he's coming from. I understand in the way he's a fan of this series. I just think that like his personal interpretation just sucks. And he's, and he, and he's making, he's missing, a, he's missing a, a fight of inches by miles. Like he really needs to get this exactly right for this sort of thing to work or this sort of like, you know, mythic gods style of things to work. Like they have to be lovable characters in a way and represent the thing and themselves. And there's no buildup for any of these characters. And so there's just no interpretation of the outside of like quippy dialogue. Which no, in itself was kind of cringeworthy. Right. Like that's why it's where it's like just, just two very different movies clashing at each other and like, you know, two different styles. Like maybe a Whedon film could have been fun. I, I, I can only guess, you know, but I saw uh, not at this um, point. I don't, I, and that's he a th- has to have a completely different universe with completely different right. styles of characters to just force these characters after the movies we've seen. Like if you watch BVS for this, it must be like whiplash to watch them in a row, you know, like if you went from man of steel, BVS, and then this, you'd just be like, what is this movie now? Like just, when Batman is standing on the rooftops and like, it looks like matte paintings from old Tim Burton movie. I'm just like, <laughs> what is happening? This is weird. Yeah, it's 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 a it's it's a it's a mess. But but outside of the mess and that, and we need to say, I don't think we have actually said. Uh, first off, I do. I need to say a couple of things real fast because I don't think we've actually described for the viewer what's necessarily happening. So Zack Snyder was the director. Uh, Danny Elfman composed the music as well as the remix by Junkie XL. Producers with Jeff Jones, Deborah Snyder, Charles Roven, and John Berg. And the screenplay was by Joss Whedon and Chris Terrio. But again, famously 
obviously Zack Snyder, because of a family tragedy, had to step off the project. And Josh Whedon came in and did a bunch of reshoots and finished the project, but then did not want his name yeah. attached to the project. Oh. Sort of. And also, Director's Guild is very tough about adding a second director in a movie. So that's kind of why they gave him writing credit instead of director's credit. Um, yeah. Anyways. It, it's hard to say how much is reshot, but it seems like a lot. And uh, right. as I mentioned, there's a key indicator, which is Henry Cavill's uncanny lip, which is very weird because he had a mustache for Mission Impossible 6, and they refused to let him shave for this movie. And so they CGI'd out his mustache in every shot. He looks so awkward. And it's weird. It's I, so I, I just want to say, like... Like a like a like a fucking upper lip mustache should not be a fucking hard makeup thing to do, but right? Apparently. Like you think? <laughs> I, oh, that, I mean that's 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 paramount. Being like, fuck those guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like they that, they that they had contract stuff on spend them. Millions, fuck them. You know, like they had to steal our star away. So this is our fuck you. you know? Yeah, it's like they literally are like you can have him, but you must CGI out his mustache in every shot. Like that's that is that is so fucking petty, right? Fuck <laughs> me, bro. That's like like how long does it take to like maybe two, three weeks to grow a good mustache back? I don't know. I'm trying to guess. I haven't shaved. Fuck I mean, me. Yeah, that's mind boggling. None of us know Cavill personally, so we don't know how long it takes. Him to I, grow I was about to say beard. mustache growth is like is like out of the thing. I can grow a beard in like a day, and it takes me like two weeks to grow a mustache. Like it's 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 weird. I have a I have a very hair absorbent upper lip i don't know <laughs> like, but for how many like bad wigs you've seen in movies it's, it wouldn't be hard for paramount to put a fake mustache on that man I, you know? no and, and, exactly. and here's the things like there's very other actually I, I was about to say there's no such thing as a bad mustache then we just watched um murder on the orient express um <laughs> a lot of mustache. i have a sneaking suspicion he so actually much. grew that but i am very curious <laughs> lot of mustache yeah. i don't even know if hair goes that far I, yeah yeah it looped, it looped all the way back to his actual hair if he's hair. been growing it for the last like 10 years then maybe yeah yeah he's been cultivating he it hair from like uh, he pulled hair from like other parts of his chin which other parts of his jawline he was just like you know what just add it on yeah yeah mustache twirl ha <laughs> yeah. all right let's talk let's talk about a, a central core thing that i wanted to get to here the relationship between uh diana prince and bruce wayne in this movie um hate it okay cool well save all your comments (laughs) at once um i'm not even gonna ask what you guys think ben what did you think of it (laughs) i mean i think the part of the problem is that uh you have two actors who i you know we can only assume but reports are that jake gyllenhaal might be uh batman in the batman uh, and if there's already reports that they're getting a different actor, I think it's pretty clear Ben Affleck is done and wants to get the fuck away from this series. I think Ben Affleck, personally, my guess is that Ben Affleck wanted to only sign on so he could direct a Batman movie. I think that's what he wanted to do. And then for one reason or another, studio mandates are having frustrations with WB. He backed out of that. He stopped being director and he stopped being a writer. Matt Reeves came on. He has his very specific version of it, which is going to be nothing like the Snyder version. He wants to do like a... Like Batman in the '40s, when Batman like had a gun and was like fighting gangsters, you know, like very old school Batman, Ugh. and is nothing like the Snyder version. And so I think it, you have a guy who I would assume is done and has this last contractual obligation and wants to leave. And then you have Gal Gadot, who's like in it and had a very successful movie, 
and probably very much enjoyed it. And whether she likes this movie or not, we can only guess, but is enjoying the character. And so you have two people where you have one person who's like in it and engaged, and I would say Gal's probably the best performance in this movie. And then you have, uh, you then you just t- cut to him Gal could on read a, ship. a telephone book book to me, and it would be the best. I, 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 I was gonna say, I, I, it's very hard for then, me to consider it a good performance, and 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 else, but I'm gonna fairly say that, that I don't, that's everyone in this movie. But like, let's go, keep right. going, Ben. <laughs> But then, like, you cut to him, like, we're going to sing. He's like, I thought I had bad security. Like, every line, like, it's really funny when they add the post-processing when he's Batman. Because he's still mumbling all the time. And it's always like, but it's him going like. <laughs> it's like it's like his voice muffled but louder like, yeah it's so uh, weird i'm upset because it's clearly that this guy likes batman and it's one of those things where it's like there are flashes of moments where i like this could have like really worked and it's very there's one great batman line that's kind of ruined by by pace for me yeah no and I, they're in there and it and it's just it, it is very upsetting to me like just the interpretation of it and i guess that's like because batman is the kind of the core thing helling together also like i don't like i don't need like people around him treating him like an asshole like like that's an end script thing that's done that just doesn't make a ton of sense to me or him like talking about steve fucking trevor what the fuck was that that's a script thing that's not a like like and for me like i guess like like i see where you're coming from and i agree that ben affleck looks done 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 but like if i was in this movie and like batman comes out and it's just like an asshole to wonder woman about an like a dead lover like fuck me yeah, bro like like, like like what what do you want him to do what do you like what is he supposed to do like, like I, I be excited about too. his part in this movie like <laughs> like I, I i just i just like i i don't i don't know man like like i, I and that that'd be the fairness thing is like i enjoy the interpretation slapped in with you know gal gadot is like why aren't you a leader why haven't you been here you need to you need to be a leader and that's a, that's actually that was actually like a poignant point I thought that was like a that was a good interpretation of the Wonder Woman universe um, and why that's, that's that was a good point why I found it frustrating sorry you go on I'll, I'll go on. no I I think we're saying the same thing it's like there's things there that are good and you, they pop out and you're like you're just like fuck me this could have been good like right like the, the the line I really liked but it was just kind of ruined from from quips and just bad pace and the Batman voice processing which is even worse than Bale. Uh, which is like that line I liked for it's a very Batman line I thought where he's like you know Flash is like I've never actually fought anybody I just like push people and then Batman says save one just save one person and you'll know that's a good Batman line I feel yeah. like that's a yeah, line was, I yeah. hear Batman moment. say yeah. in the comics but like every time it cuts to Flash he's like whoop, whoop, yeah, whoa. <laughs> you know he's just like joking around and it's like yeah. this is like a good thing and like maybe you have flash cut to flash and go like oh like that's an interesting way of looking at being a hero it's just like you do one good thing and then you build on that you 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 start out small you <laughs> the, the old small goals big picture thing and then that like was... again like a good moment was when uh when flash was running by superman and then superman looks at him it's a good scene and you're like oh it's like a nice scene but like the fact that it hasn't been built up well and the pace is wrong like nobody in my theater went Ah! you know everyone was just like oh yeah 
Yeah. Okay. It, it, it would be it would be like the Hulk moment, Hulk beating the shit out of Loki, but there's no build up in between the two. There's no build up of the characters, and so it's like everyone's like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." Like, but it, you know, in the context of of Avengers, like it brought the fucking house down. Like it right. it was an I, internet was sensation thinking. moment where it just like it's a small joke, but it just absolutely kills, and it's great. The, the, the one one I was thinking of is like this is a movie where like the Batmobile is like climbing up walls and like doing insane stuff. And like at one point, it's like in Chernobyl. Oh, that's the that's the Nightcrawler. That's the this oh, uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sorry, I don't mean to. That's pretty bad. I mean, no, I'm no, sorry. It's cool, but it's like you know, it's it's climbing up buildings and stuff. And then I was like, I remember Dark Knight when I saw it opening night, and the Batmobile just kind of goes up a wall and then flips around and then goes back the other way. Everybody lost their minds. Like everybody cheered and went crazy. And in this movie, thing is like climbing up a wall and shooting demons, and everyone's just like, "Oh." He's like, "Okay, okay. it's a thing." Whatever. Well, it's it's it, also just like the sense of context and things. It's like, and I did enjoy. No, like, it's all about pace, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And, then, and, and on to, and on top of that, we already saw that happening in every in like almost every single trailer, so we knew it was going to be a thing. It's not. It wasn't a surprise like it was in Dark Knight. Right. I'm just saying, like the Flash moment is a good example for me, where they, that is a surprise and a good moment, but like because of the pace like he flash just showed up to fight superman like it's like when it happens it's not like whoa you know like we don't know flash enough that he's so fast that it's so crazy someone can match his speed it's only if you know flash from the comics that that's weird you know or right crazy, you yeah know what i mean right because we've only known flash in this universe for like 20 minutes so like, okay. okay okay can i say that is like kind of the central reason for why for why i think a lot of this movie doesn't work and because like I think I think I think each one of us who is like into who's like into like DC or Marvel Marvel comic movies has has like said has said this in one way in one way or another with how DC is basically trying to catch up with Marvel with with Marvel's Avengers with their own Justice League. The thing with Marvel, they before they even got to Avengers, they had four they had a they had they had at least four initial solo character films. Right, we got Iron yes. Man, huh? I'm agreeing with you. Go. On. Oh, yeah, we we had we had Iron Man, we had Thor, we had Captain America, and we ha- we even got the we even got the Hulk. We even got an Iron Man two before Avengers came out, and 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 even and and for and for the and for the other two characters who were going to be part of the team, Hawkeye and Black Widow, they were at the very least introduced in introduced in one of those movies, Black Widow and Iron Man two, and 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 Hawkeye and Thor. For Justice League, we had three. For ha- we only got movies for half of the team. Man of Steel, Batman Superman, kind of, if you want to say that was an introduction to anyone, and then Wonder Woman, where it was an entire movie about her. We had to get two we had to get a two hour film where half of it was where where half of it was spent getting everyone in the same room, which is what Avengers already achieved in the first twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And again, right. like, like like the like the pace is a great example where like the entire first half of the movie they're not showing cyborg like he's in a hoodie and you only see part of his face then his whole body he just shows up on a roof he just he just pops up and he's like i'm here now and, and it's, like, it's not even like why? Okay. and it's very it's clear like, it's very right? clear from that scene that that seat shot in the trailer where he saves a cop from a from a car was supposed to happen and was cut uh, like i think a lot of cyborg stuff is cut i feel like he was probably the worst hit yeah yeah mm-hmm. well I, i'm not gonna lie what was in there felt like 
very boring. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, it's very old. Like very like very like. Oh my god, the madness of science. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> like like you I'm, are I'm not ashamed of me. I'm a monster to you. <laughs> like like there there are there are giant gods over there. What what do you want me to be shocked about here? Like you can't, you can't like you can't like throw a bucket of water at me and then be impressed with your shot glass. Like <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Uh, and then I think that's the other thing. It's like the scales of this movie are all over the fucking place so the scales of like what's happening is very hard to like fucking deal with um uh but i guess like here's the thing i'm gonna say and, and then like i know that we're gonna we've kind of crapped on it for like 45 minutes well you know 30 minutes or so but like i, I one of the things that i do want to say that was very hopeful to me and, and uh, first off i do want to say one more thing about batman and the in the in the beginning letting that dude go who was just a thief <laughs> what the fuck was that yeah. Like, that was... Can we just talk about how like everyone stopped giving a shit about their secret identities now? Like Batman is talking mm-hmm. to Alfred right in front of a criminal. Like Superman is re- revived, and then Lois goes Clark, and then Princess <laughs> Diana like is just showing up on the news now, and it's like you don't even wear a mask, lady. Everyone at work's gonna what? Know <laughs> it's now. like she just, she <laughs> go back to lightly was... dusting statues. I know who you are. And, and Forehead that, thing. That's what was funny to me because she's like, "What did you do this weekend? Nothing interesting." And it's like, well, now she's about to be gone for like a week, so um, have fun figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think. You're reading that I was. Uh, uh, it's funny because I was about to say something positive and then I got sidetracked by something that really annoyed me. Uh, <laughs> like, but, but that's the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, uh, one of the things that I liked is like, and I hated the low. First off, I also just again, I'm getting sidetracked again. But Lois Lane's character in that is terrible. Uh, but um, yeah. and it, and it, and it's a destruction of the original. Like, and that's the one thing that they I'm glad they pulled from and the comics pulled from was like the Christopher Reed interpretation of Lois Lane is amazing. Um, because she's, you know, it's, he's the perfect man and she's the most world's most cynical woman. And it just works in like a certain sort of weird standoffish way that just, I don't know. It, it, I, I, I'm always amazed that the first Superman movie like works. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh yeah, no. it's, it's, it, it's, it, 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 it holds up and it's also like weird that it works in the way that it does. And I think that that's like a testament to that movie, like working. And because like now that they want that thing to work in the same way again, it just never does. Like the mm-hmm. Superman Returns mm-hmm. didn't work that way, and and nothing. I don't yeah. think anything really will work that way. Um, or I, I mean, I'm not saying never again, but I just like it's very. I think I think what happens is that the first the first one to do it uh, did it very very well, and then the drop off in quality was so steep into like Zod territory that it's it's just very hard to recognize that that movie was that good. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, now everybody has to figure out how does Superman work in the modern age? Like, that's what Smallville was. It's like, what if Superman but teenager? You know, like, yeah. it's always, like, <laughs> trying to figure out how to crack him now. And it's like, I don't know, maybe the answer is just he's just a supporting character. You know, like, maybe we just have well, to Well, I, I mean, here's the thing. Superman is just Hulk in this universe is what he should be. Mm. Yeah. Like, and he works so yeah, much as, like... Yeah, and, and that's really the other thing. Is like you know, he's just a he, guy who punches really hard and knocks you, he, knocks you on your ass. He's a parable. Like, he's okay, he's a parable delivery device. They are not all powerful. He like the whole point of Superman. If you really want to treat him as a non-complicated character, which is the way he's treated in comics, and that's that's the other thing. Is like one here, here's like a serious moment for me as like a DC comics reader. I don't fucking read like the main marquee title. D. I mean, I read them, but like not really like 
like obsessively follow them. I obsessively follow teen Titans and stuff like that. Like I read any DC universe stuff. And as that, like they work in such an amazing way as background characters and kind of the gods of this universe. And that's the thing is like, you know, what is good about Superman? Well, it's the red tight Superman, like talking somebody out of suicide and not preventing them from committing suicide, but just being understanding and stuff like that. It's one of it's one of those things there's like, you know, there's all these classic examples of like red tight Superman optimism and hope and that sort of thing. And like the symbol that he represents. But it's the problem uh-huh. is that if you want to make an interesting movie about that character, it's not about him. It's about everyone else looking at him. And that's that's an interesting idea. Yeah, that's an interesting idea where it's like Superman is barely in it and it's people's relation to Superman. That would actually be. Yeah, that's an and that, that's the whole point is that his interpretation that's kind of what it is a little bit with Christopher Reed is that Christopher Reed doesn't really actually have a character arc in that movie, which makes it so fucking weird. Like if you think yeah, about no, it, Lois Lane is the one. It, it, that's the point. The Lois Lane is a main fucking character and it's about her relationship with wow. Superman. That's the whole point. And, then, and that's, <laughs> and that's like, and that's like, and that's my point is like, you know, the reason I point out that movie is that's the only example where it's really fucking worked perfectly. And, and that's the thing. It's like the only movie where Superman perfectly works is the movie where he's not really technically the main character of his own movie. And, that, and that's <laughs> and that's just my thing. I think the Hulk has a similar problem. And I think that uh, they both could work really well as like extended universe, just like background characters. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I why, you know, one of the better Superman comics is Batman. Uh, uh, sorry, The Dark Knight Returns. You know, where it's like more Batman's really big problems with Superman, you know? Like, yeah. And him dealing with him being a basically a patriotism tool. Like, it's a very. It's just, that, was, that was different. That's, different that's like Superman but. is like sucking like Ronald Reagan's dick in that comic. Like, it's, it's right, very like it's, weird. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different interpretation for sure it's a very cynical yeah it's like, a way to do him Ronald Ronald Reagan shows up and orders Superman to kill Batman <laughs> like like yes. that's that's a very it's a very like it's a very politically charged comic in a weird sort of way you know what I mean like, oh not in a weird way it is it, it is like it is uncomfortable <laughs> like <laughs> and then all the street gangs and like how he deals with like the mutant street gangs and stuff it's it's not a, Fra- it's, a Frank Miller comic being uncomfortable that's what see you? I know. I know. It's just not. It's not. The man I, wanted to make a Batman comic where he fought terrorists. So you. you oh, oh, I, oh. I, I like that comic. I, I understand why that comic book is like. I cut. Sorry, I'm tired. But <laughs> this, this movie and the, to- the discussion about it has put me to sleep. Um, no, I'm, I did feel like tired after leaving. That was the other thing. I was just, I was just like exhausted from like all the stuff these dc movies make me very tired i keep i keep getting distracted i just want to stop because i keep getting distracted from the one positive point i'm trying to put out there all right, let's do it. Sorry. Get to Jack's yeah. point. All right. So, like, at the end, they're they're using the device of Lois Lane finally talking about superheroes, and they're showing all these various shots of them roaming through the thing. That is cool, and universe construction, and how the JLA functions, and and, and that's... It was such a hopeful moment because it was such a like it was like a moment where I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's cool to see them in the city. It's cool to do that. And then they do like the classic Superman flash race thing, which is also cool. Um, But Superman runs on the ground for that race. Don't you tell me that Superman flow flew anywhere because Superman's a good guy. 
and wanted to be even. So he would he would write race the Flash. So <laughs> that is don't true. tell me that. Uh, but but the point is, uh, like I think that like that kind of like when it comes together and you see the glimpses of like the like kind of like the the new gods as it were take uh, that Zack Snyder's been pushing forever. I find it really good and interesting but at the same time like i recognize that that movie didn't complete and deliver on that but like the way that it ended like i'm very excited for something that in this universe but i just didn't like this thing which is weird because it would be like coming out of avengers and being like oh my god i can't wait for avengers 2 like right. maybe maybe it's just like we're got i got stockholmed by this movie again because i really did get strongly stockholmed by a bbs and not realizing like how in love with those characters I was, but like at the same time, like it's very hard to like do that. And also, why is there so much fucking like weird Asian kitsch in like Batman's plane? Did did anyone else get bothered by yeah, that? No, in his house too, like yeah, in bonsai just trees everywhere. It's really weird. Armor. Yeah. I mean, didn't he? Where where did he train? He, no, he he, he trained. He trained, cool. he trained in some well, vaguely well, Asian country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe vaguely that's why. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, maybe, I'm, I'm joking. I mean, in that, I mean, in that context, it kind of makes sense. But oh my god, there's so much. Yeah, yeah, he's like the yeah, guy. He's got who like went a samurai Japan. outfit. And... Yeah, he's definitely the white guy who went to Japan for a year and he comes back and he makes you take off your shoes and sit at the table now from now on. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, don't, like, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, sit. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, he's one of those. Yeah, kneel at the table. I mean, yeah. Like. <laughs> Bitch, I got a new house. You take your shoes off in my house, all right? Like no, just like like none of this, none of this shit. You don't eat on my white couch and you take your shoes off. <laughs> oh, white couch. You do play dangerously. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> wasn't a choice. It was a gift. From my uh, from my godmother, it was a free couch, but it is white, and and I just don't know what to do because like <laughs> you gotta put that plastic covering on it. I, I, I couldn't believe it because we didn't realize it was like we didn't think about it being white until like I made pasta and me and Katie sat down on a white couch with plates of like red marinara sauce pasta, and then we both looked at each other like fuck. <laughs> And that is well, how is you get Katie trace, and Jack. Food on you, it's like, okay, there's a layer of protection. Yeah, became table eaters. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, is there any last thoughts about this movie? I mean, I, I, I don't mean to cut off conversation about Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot. I just strongly believe that there's nothing to the characterization. And. Because there wasn't. Yeah, because yeah. Because it's been an hour get, even getting them to like all exist in the same room at the same time. Because we're not getting the characters developing to, until we're not we're not getting Cyborg or the Flash or Aquaman fully actually legitimately developed until their individual movies. And it's kind of a shame that we didn't at least get get like you know a t- even a ten minute introduction of each of them beforehand. It's like no, we're all meeting mm-hmm. them right now. The only the only introduction we got to them was thirty second clips at the end of BVS, and that's all we're seeing. Yeah, and but I will say I would pay somebody money to see Amber Heard and Jason Momoa bump uglies underwater. Like that's okay, no, yeah, like that's 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 amazing. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I I don't mean to be crude about it, but like, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. No, I mean, they were both very glistening at that. Uh, that scene. They were, <laughs> yeah, but it's like let's deliver all this Atlantis Sarah, background no, in twenty seconds. <laughs> No, no, yeah, no, yeah, and and, that, and that's in that scene. In that scene, it was like you got to watch that, and you could, and you could, like you know, you could honestly say everyone and everyone on screen and on, and in the room is literally and figuratively wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
There were a couple of scenes where Jason Momoa was on screen and the ocean with like, you know, the, a big like, you know, crashing Oof. wave, whatever. I was like, me too, ocean. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want to add that like, why didn't they give Jason Momoa water in the last sequence? Like, he could, I don't care if he turns into a waterbender. Like, make him do some water stuff at the end of the movie. Yeah. Pitchforking yeah. and surfing I, on I, aliens. I, I don't know. And he, they kept making jokes about him talking to fish. Why didn't they have him do something cool where he was like, piranhas, eat this motherfucker? Piranhas. Right. Yeah. 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 Throw a whale on a guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I, I don't understand why they why they do that. Like, like, and it's funny to like, like me, like Aquaman has always like had power issues because like, like in, in like, in like the, uh, I remember in comics, just, just like points where it's like, because of like microbes, quote unquote, like if you jump into the water and Aquaman doesn't like you, he can just melt you. <laughs> like that's your yeah which which is just like i, I don't know and that, that, i don't know that's that that feels like the sort of thing that's deep in aquaman's canon that Zack snyder would have found you know what i mean like yeah that one detail that everyone would right, be like, like wait is this what, true and that and that's when joker from when, that, from lego batman would be like like, Google, like it's worth the google what's the most <laughs> violent aquaman moment and that's that's like how i feel like like i don't know that Zack snyder does his like uh, hero research. Sorry, I don't mean to. Sla- <laughs> I don't mean to slam him. I don't mean to slam the guy. I. I, I don't mean like. This is not even his fault. Do you know what I mean? Like this is this movie is not his fault, and and it's very hard for me to say that. I don't think this movie's. I mean, this movie's clearly somebody's fault. <laughs> WB. Um, Someone but, must be blamed. But it's like, it's like Suicide Squad. It's a very similar reaction to me, where it's like I don't necessarily want to see the original movie. Both the original Suicide Squad and the original Justice League sounds really turgid and boring to me, and not great yeah but i kind of part of me would rather have seen that movie than the mess of that movie i think suicide squad's a much bigger mess i was actually kind of shocked uh, how coherent this movie was like it was like i was way expecting yeah. fantastic four style like just nonsense but it actually weirdly like had a progression so like, yeah and they must have started reshooting it was still choppy earlier, to me, it, it was but ba- it was still very choppy and had some bad like the editing was so bad where they were like Cyborg bounces out and they have a decent joke where he's like, Is he gonna bail? And then they're just all standing around. Like, how do they get out? They just like it just cut. Um, kind of, and they're like, Oh, okay, we're here now. Right. All right. I I thought that was I thought like pacing and some minute to minute editing was bad, but I thought like the sequence and progression of events was very, very tight. Like weed and tight. Do you know what I mean? Like I thought I I thought yeah, that I agree with you. I think that it. like like the like the story was very explained by the end. There wasn't like plot holes. Like it wasn't there wasn't a moment like where it's like, why did this happen in Suicide Squad? Totally random. Didn't happen, didn't notice, didn't know. there there was never a, there was never a quote unquote plot hole for me, is what I would say. There was yeah, there was massive story not. contrivances, but there wasn't a plot hole. Right. For sure. Yeah. Which and so it's like uh, uh, so for me at least like it's just quickly go back to my point. It's it's at least more coherent than Suicide Squad, though clearly it is the same problem of two very different tonal styles. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Suicide Squad was the David Ayer dark, gritty that what if superheroes but cops movie and then uh, mixed with like candy colored hot topic fun wacky punk rock uh, from the marketing and then this was a version of like you know this is more two different directors versions of like Zack Snyder's dark gloomy superheroes or metaphors for stuff and Whedon's like what if they all just have fun what's wrong with fun god damn it version and you know both have their styles that's all I, I, I do enjoy this i do enjoy this like exhausted josh whedon why can't we just have fun 
fun <laughs> i say <laughs> all right um and so it's it's i think it's this thing of like even if i don't want to see both i at least partly would rather just have a completed just original vision and i think at least in this one i would rather see the whedon original well whatever his he came in later but like his version of it which he clearly wanted to do um and I'm sure he's written a million Justice League drafts that have never been published. You know what I mean? Like, he's that kind of guy I trust. Like, he's probably done it. Right. Um, and so, like, he probably has had his version in his head at some point or another. And I'd rather have seen that or Zack Snyder's, even if I think I may have hated it more, just because I at least appreciate a finished, completed vision. I hate when I see these movies and it's it's like Rogue One or like this. Where <sighs> it's so didn't... clearly just like a... Mumble. Ben, I, I disagree on that. I just... I, that's, that's such an authorial you know, like interpretation of movies. I, 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 I hate that just, and I, I don't mean that like as a mean point to you, I just like, I don't enjoy prescribing a lot of like completed visionary works to like single directors. Do you know what I mean? I always think of movies as more of like, like an, like a group act, if you will. Like did the, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's like, I think it is a group act, but I still think there's like, needs to be a, a guy leading the charge at the very least. And it's very clear that, in a lot of these cases, there there, there was a person leading yeah. the charge, and it did not work. And then they went, nope. And then they went, new new direction. And this one is just more in- different than the other ones, where instead of it's like, it feels like the studio leading the charge, it feels like this one was very much the uh, two directors. Very different styles clashing. Two directors you can recognize their styles very easily. Yeah, it, w- it was like it, it's, it was like... It was like firing a coach from from any sports team, even before the season was over. It's like at least let the one guy finish it out before you decide to switch. Before you decide to switch philosophies. No, that was it was it was Peter. It was ooh, it was just right. I'm I'm being you don't you can't see it, but I'm being the meme uh, from the Emperor's New Groove. Uh, <laughs> it was just perfect. Let's go ahead. Let's score this thing. I'm done talking about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, ben, you're up first. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm mostly done talking about it too. So I'm just gonna say four out of ten. It's mediocre. Uh, it's, I almost give it a one less just because it's sort of painfully nothing. You know, like even though I think it's a functionally better film than BDS or Suicide Squad, I still kind of rate it the same. Well, Suicide Squad, I give it a three. Um, Though I wasn't on that episode, but I would just just to say. Um, but it's just so bleh. There's just sort of nothing there. And I would say, go watch Lady Bird. It's a great movie. It's fun. It's exciting. It's an hour and a half. Go go enjoy a good film there. Are good films out right now. We're in the middle of Oscar season. You don't have to see Justice League. A lot of people aren't seeing it. You don't even have to see it for cultural reasons, because it's not a big hit. You're fine. Just go. If, if you're on the fence in any way... Don't go. I would say like, it's, mm. it's not worth it. It's not even worth it culturally. I think it's just yeah. I, it's just bleh. like don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter. Um, I'm gonna give this movie a four point five out of ten, and I am being totally honest when I say that absolutely subjectively. Jason Momoa adds an entire half point to this film. This movie, it, I, I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry because God, he's so good to look at. Um, this movie is so can we also add some cavil to some good, me? Some good, some good cavil shirtlessness too. So. Oh, I'm, okay, okay, I'm, okay, okay, okay. I am not. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I don't mean to come in. I'm not into him at all. Like, 
like it's mostly into okay. that V and where he was wearing his pants. I mean, that yeah, one hundred percent. Maybe, maybe. By the way, I wanted to talk about that just in brief. He went into the amniotic fluid wearing like a suit, a suit. like <laughs> yeah. the suit he was buried in, and of course he comes out shirtless. Shirtless because bam, you know. just because. <laughs> Because amniotic wow, fluid melts clothing. <laughs> but not pants. Not pants. Just shirts. Yeah, no, I thought that was funny, too, that Aquaman takes off all his clothes, but not his pants. I'm like, like you dude, were going to But why not? go naked. You just didn't want to be, like, in front of Bruce. <laughs> like, don't let him. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you like, know that, like, like, there was, like, a little pause before you think he's, seeing, he's like, underwater, like, removing his pants. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, it's like it's like even if you were wearing underwear under the under that, just take off your pants, dude. Come on. No, but this movie is Peter just so... Peter Peter talking to somebody. Just just take off your pants, dude. Come on. Take off your pants. I'm gonna on. when you send me this recording file, I'm gonna use that as like some form of like ringtone or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but this movie is just so blah, and there's so much that I honestly don't remember about it, and. There's nothing special about this movie. There's nothing. There's not. There's nothing that to me that that is plot wise or structure wise, actually you actually special or memorable about memorable about this movie. Maybe like a couple of shots. Definitely some. Definitely some of the actors in their roles. But as a film, I'm not going to remember a damn thing about what happened in this movie a week from now. And I will have to go back to the Wikipedia page just for a review. If you want, if it, 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 to give like you know an alternative suggestion along with Ladybird that Ben gave, if you still want, if you still for some reason want to watch DC movie, just go back and watch Wonder Woman. That is the best that we have gotten out of, out of this universe that they are creating. Just go back and watch what's good. Don't watch any of the other shit because they are shit. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then watch like a YouTube clip when they put the Wonder Woman scene online. Just watch Wonder Woman, then that scene, then Wonder Woman 2, and I think it'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sarah. I also give this a 4.5. Again, you know, half a point, or maybe in my case, you know, a full point for both Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot being on screen ever. Which Jack, I know you already busted my ass about that for in my BVS review, but I don't care. I'm not because it's still great. <laughs> Stones and glass houses on the BVS review, Sarah. Stones and yes. glass houses. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. But um I think they just jumped the gun on this movie. I we, we needed to have a cyborg movie and an Aquaman movie, we could probably get away without the Flash movie because there is a TV show about the Flash, which, granted, I realize their their characterizations are different, but there's at least some source material out there. We have, except for the comics, of course, we have nothing about Cyborg or Aquaman. So we just, we're going in blind with all these characters that we can't get attached to except for how gorgeous they are. Um, and... Um, I thought the villain was stupid. <laughs> to I be honest, ne- I was never threatened by him. Never. No, he, he looked like no. a Soul Caliber one video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying. To- <laughs> oh my god! And it's just like and um, yeah, I uh, I want to see the version of this movie when um, stories have been established about all of the main crew. Instead of, you know, going in 50% blind and not caring about half of 
the Justice League, the titular, you know, focus of the film. Oh my god. So I what I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. No, I'm done. Oh, cool. Sorry, I apologize. I was reading I was reading the old uh the thing I like I, I I I love you guys. I don't I don't think you'll realize like you know Batman v Superman was our fourth episode of MGP and and I oh, really? I, I was real snotty on that episode because like I went back I'm reading just like the entry. Let me just read this for you real quick. This week the gang reviews Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Ben tries to explain why a movie with 30% on Rotten Tomatoes is his favorite movie of all time. Seriously, what you won't believe it. He loves it so much it's just like a critical suicide to love this movie but he does it anyways just to make it extra clear ben is not the guy who does the intro <laughs> i would also like to point out fellow listeners that jack gave me one of my favorite gifts of all time i literally laughed out loud oh, yeah. so much because he said i sent everyone dvds and he sent me batman vs superman the extended <laughs> which is like three hours long and God, i literally really opened it jack and 100 okay. i was like oh! I, I was like okay, the no. funniest fuck you have ever gotten. It was okay. Crazy. No, may, may I? May I? Okay, can I speak to that? So, 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 so one, one of my one of my coworkers on one of my coworkers this past Friday, like, like when I saw him in this when I saw him in the morning, first thing he asked me, I he, he said I saw Justice League last night. I thought it was amazing. Have you seen it yet? No, I have no, dude. I haven't seen it. I'm gonna go see it later today. Okay, it's great. I, I it's great. I like I. I, I I, I, I like the, I like it even more than I like Batman versus Superman. And I stopped and I looked at him. I was just like, Oh, honey, no, Batman versus Superman is not a good movie. And then, and then he, and then he asked me, Have you ever seen the extended version? Because, they, because there's like 45 minutes. It's because of 48 minutes. It makes it so, it makes it so much better. And I looked at my, I looked at him. I said, Dude, if you have to watch an extended, an extended cut with an extra whole 45 minutes, like an hour long show worth of stuff, minus commercials, of course. For it for it to become a good film, then the base film is not a good movie. This is true. Yeah, this, I, this is my kingdom of heaven. It reminds thing, me which, like, the, the director's cut only. <laughs> the reminds me of a girl I dated in Scotland for a while who said to me that she liked The Hobbit, the movie, more than she liked the Lord of the Rings movies. I about ended it right there. I was like, no, there's, there's, okay. there's no way that we will agree on this ever. I, 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 you are wrong. Sarah? You are objectively wrong. I, I'm, I'm terrified that like, yeah, Jack's going to be like, Katie, if there's anything you need to tell me, now is the time. She's like, I prefer the theatrical version of Blade Runner. It's over. It's over. No, no, no movie is worth uh uh, founding again. Oh my god, I'm so fucking sad. Like, even in the starring category here, it says starring Jack, Peter, Ben, and in quotes it says the guy who loves BVS the most. <laughs> and so then it's there's Sarah and Trevor. And so then I, 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 I don't remember being this much of a sassy asshole. <laughs> you're, you're mad at it's me. asshole if a you sa- will. yes a sasshole yeah okay wow uh but the mm. reason the reason i'm looking this up is because i was trying to figure out what i scored bbs because i gave it a 5.5 so i actually didn't i didn't do it is bad um which is interesting because peter gave bbs a six huh Interesting. Looking back, okay. We were such more hopeful people. I think. I think we were. I mean, no. Trevor gave it a three, and Sarah gave it a five. Um, One of those points was for Wonder Woman. Yeah, we don't know what yeah, Ben actually true. gave it Straight at the time up, because I, I wrote that. on the on the review that Ben gave it a ten out of ten. So, 
I don't know. I just like this has so much sass in it. I'm just like amazed. Like I put work into this. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a little bit higher at about a five. Uh, it is. I think. I think I am impressed. And the reason I did this, I think I am impressed by how meh this movie is. Uh, which is to say nothing. It's not really a recommendation at a five. It's not really. But like, there's not. It's not bad. And that's. But that's like not a successful thing for a movie to be. But this may be like one of the most ultimate meh movies about fucking superheroes. <laughs> like, like. And that's the other thing too is I think that is like you know one of the things is like you know even in setting up the universe like like. This, this movie has Deathstroke in it at the end. Like, right. fucking Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. That's, Deathstroke that's the up. best Teen Titans the, villain, uh... which is my one of my favorite comic book series, and it's the best villain from that fucking series, and I am totally not excited by him, and he's even, like, got the right. full-on costume. They didn't they didn't cut it off at all. It is was the Deathstroke costume. after the that credits? That was after credits, yeah. Yeah, it was, after yeah, it was, it was very Oh, cool. okay, we did and the also, and, that, and, like, sorry. Lex Luthor is being creepy again with, like, an all-female guard squad, and they're taking their, and they're, yeah. they're, they're hinting at the Legion of Doom. To be like, you know, pseudo deep or whatever the hell he's supposed to be. Trying to be Hannibal Lecter and failing. Very God, hard. God help me! I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the performance, really and they're stuck it. with it now, and they don't understand it either. I don't like this character. Yeah, the, I, the guys, they're they're gonna reboot everything um, at Flashpoint. Like that's that's their plan right now, as far as yeah, I can yeah, tell, you, and they did, need to. They really need to. That's what I'm really curious about. Is it just gonna like drop the DCU? Or are they gonna do Flashpoint? Just retcon it? I I I, I don't know. Flashpoint is a good way to retcon in universe, which would be good because that's what DC does is they retcon over and over and over again. Um, unlike Marvel, so like I mean, Marvel has actually just done its first official couple retcons a little while ago with Secret Wars, but like you oh, know, yeah. like it, it, infin- like if it, Crisis on Infinite Worlds, like it, it could really like. I don't see a reason for them not to do it. Uh, it's kind of cool, actually, when DC retcons stuff like this. But at the same time, like some of the best storylines uh, is ended up in retcons for whatever reason. <laughs> but uh, I still think that uh, there's not much hope for it, which is weird because I was so hopeful in that little scene where we see Batman with his jet and Wonder Woman um, with the police. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just... I have a question about Wonder Woman at the very beginning of the film where she first shows up and she's, you know, rescuing the hostages from Bruce Bolton or whatever. Um, Fuck me. I was Bruce Bolton. (laughs) And like I nudged Katie because we're going through Game of Thrones for her first time and we're in about season six by now so of course she knows who Bruce Bolton is so I saw him I was just like, hey babe, babe, you know who that is now. Hey! (laughs) Anyway, um, has she always had super speed? Because there were a couple of things where she was just like, "I'm in this corner, and I'm over here." Wonder and I'm over Wonder here. Woman is uh, what the character. Yeah, I mean, this is the fluctuating powers of all of these main characters that have been in here for forever. Um, she clearly has super speed and the ability to block bullets. So the question is, is yes, I knew about the blocking bullets, well, but I just I don't I don't feel they address the super speed in Wonder Woman. The film. not. 
really. And that's the other thing too is in the comics she can fly, and that's and it's always this thing. It's like ah, she had an invisible jet, which didn't make sense. So they kind of retconned eventually and just gave her the ability to fly, um, which is also the other thing I think is interesting is like different interpretations of the characters. Like I love the Superman, like I mean the Batman Wonder Woman. Uh, relationship interpretation but i love it from the interpretation of the jla justice league unlimited um like television series because it's Mm -hmm. really fucking good in that and they they have such a like a wonderful relationship and she's still very powerful in that and it's really it's a really great interesting take on it um i mean it's kind of weird they turn into a pig in one episode by cersei and it's kind of doing the whole odyssey thing so i i I don't know it's it's a weird show but at the same time (laughs) it's like it's off it's it's really it's really loopy but it's a really good uh series and batman sings the blues to like save her it's 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 really it's really it, I'm not selling not this show awesome. well, but it's a great show. Yeah, it's sell it to me. It sounds no, fascinating. Oh no, it's no, no, yeah. <laughs> it's also and, and that and that context. And I, I know what you're talking about, Jack. And, and that context is like oddly touching because you're just like, oh, it's weird, but oh, yeah. It's 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 also explicitly like it's explicitly like the Batman from the animated universe from the Batman original right. animated, also the Superman universe animated. So it's them just with all the extended heroes of the universe. And it's, it's really, it's really good. And the relationship in that is also like great because like Batman is just like Batman in that. And that's like how you do his humor. It's like, he's like, he like ejects out of a jet and he's falling to his death. And he's like, I really need somebody to come pick me up because I can't fly, you know? And then he just like, and he's like, and then he's about to hit the ground. He's like two seconds from the ground. He's like, now it'd be good. And then, so, and then Superman just flies in and catches him and they fly oh, yeah, off. And it's just, that's it, it's like somebody needed to go and figure out how to do Batman humor. I don't, why the fuck am I doing it? I get sidetracked with this fucking movie. <laughs> just thinking about a new goddamn thing. Because there are so many better things to talk yep, about. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, with, the, with these characters done well than this film. All right, all right. Well, go, go watch Justice League Unlimited. It's really, really, really good. Uh, it, the animation does not hold up at all. <laughs> just it just doesn't. Man, that Thanagarian invasion where there's just like flying people and the wings don't flap. It's real bad, um, real, yeah, real flat. bad. Uh, and and that opening is the, terrible the too. Modern, that opening than, intro is awesome. Yeah. Other than like the recent run, a lot of the the the, the um, animated films have been pretty good. Um, you know, Young Justice. Young Justice. Is Young really Justice good. is amazing. Young Justice the is amazing. Movie is really good. I have an issue with Flashpoint in general, but the movie's good. Like it's faithful to the comics in the same bad sort of way, though. Right. They're they're about to do the Gotham by Gaslight one, where yeah. Batman is an old steampunk guy and he's yeah. chasing Jack the Ripper. It's very do, silly. Do you fun. do you want to talk about how in the uh, in the Flashpoint movie, like Wonder Woman murders a small child? <laughs> Okay, that part is dumb. Yeah, yeah. That part is, that part like is where dumb. where she like she like literally guts a boy on screen. Like she picks him up by the neck and like stabs him through the through the stomach yeah, with they, a broken they, sword. They often in the comics too, because she like murders a guy on national TV in one of the crises. Well, that that was good. That was good, and I also like it because like I took her side, and I understand the comics didn't want me to take her side, which was annoying. Right. Right, right. That's always a like. Come on. No, like, like, like. There was no, there was no thing there. Like, I was like, it's one of those things where it's like, she, somebody was mind controlling Superman to murder people, and she's just like, and he, and he's like, and I, she's like, right there. He's like, you need to stop, and she's beating him up, and he, he's like, there's no way to stop it, and she just breaks his neck, and it's like, and I was like, yeah, because it's because 
he's gonna kill people. Like there's not this is this yeah. is not, this is this is like train track shit. Like yo, of course you push the lever <laughs> for the less people. That's how it is. That's what you do. Right. <laughs> it's morally prom- uh, let's just I uh, sorry let's, guys. Four point five out of ten. Go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> Please come back and listen to the movie gang podcast. This has been Ben, Sarah, Peter, and I'm your host, Jack. Head on over to Tuscanshed.com and go help us out. We really we really appreciate you checking out all our podcasts. And we're really glad you're our viewer. And if you stayed to the end of this show, I'm sorry I told you to go fuck yourself. Don't or it mm, yeah, don't do that. Don't just let it I'm, go, Jack. You know what? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna clarify. I just, you know, doing it. I'm, I'm tired, and this was an exhausting movie. So, yep, <laughs> we love you. We really do. Bye, guys. From all of us here at the Movie Gang Podcast, thanks for listening. <laughs> Finally found it end. <laughs>